Hello again, friends. Poems for the pandemic, episode three. Hey, so I've been writing these poems kind of as I process what is happening in our world. But I know a whole bunch of other poets. And one of my friends who is a poet, Olivia Wolf, was actually overseas doing a semester abroad and had to come home because of COVID-19. And she is now basically in quarantine in her room. So I commissioned her to write a poem for the pandemic. And I'm going to give her a call and we're going to have a chat. Will. Liv. How you going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. How goes Good. the quarantine life? Oh, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so what's what's the um, severity of it? Like, are you able to leave your bedroom or do your family slide food under the door? Or <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing. No, I'm allowed <laughs> to leave the room. I'm I'm just contained to the house in the backyard, so... Yeah, and what day did you get home, or how many days ago? Um, it was Sunday, so yeah. I was talking to uh, Benj the other day about how yeah COVID time is a bit like dog time. <laughs> so like Sunday was I'm like seven. ten COVID years ago. <laughs> yes, that's so smart. That's so true. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, we haven't talked in ages. It's so good to. I know. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. We are yeah. recording, by the way. I'm just. Oh, awesome! I've just gotten straight into it. <laughs> great, great. So, thank you for agreeing to share a commissioned poem for the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. It was good to apply all this time to something positive. Yeah, I'm keen to hear before yeah. before that. I mean, obviously, there's so much of a story here, but. How how has your experience of this whole thing been? Has it been predominantly like feeling really down, feeling anxious? Has yeah. it been kind of cruising through? Have you been creatively inspired? Like what are some of the feelings you've been feeling? Kind of all of the above, yeah. Like the first couple of days I was like, this is amazing because <laughs> I'm such an introvert. I'm like, I can just stay home and do my, you know, my uni work and yeah. all of that kind of but today it's kind of hit me really, really hard. I'm like, oh, I guess all the news and all of the the tensions and stuff kind of hit me today. But I'm feeling I'm feeling more positive now after doing some writing. So, oh, that's good. Writing that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've been reflecting on the idea that we we need art when we don't have a like an, a language for things like we need poetry we need art we need to just listen to music or, yeah or write music if we're able to do that but just when when uh all the emotions are swirling around yeah nothing, nothing like a creative outlet to get some so of that out yeah and i think it's helpful for other people too like for us to be able to go you know we're feeling down but we can get through this and mm. Um, here's some positivity that helps me. Will it, like hopefully it helps other people too. Yeah, for sure. So just to give the backstory for anyone who ends up listening to this, I don't even know why I'm recording these episodes. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will listen, but it, it is almost like this is part of my process right now of writing poetry and recording it. thoughts. Just yeah. just try and get stuff out there. But well, it's for us if it's for no one else, I guess. That's right. That's right. I'm sure that you know 
your parents will listen, maybe. <laughs> My mum will listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your parents. They're amazing. Yeah. You've got definitely two listeners there. Awesome. So, <laughs> but yeah, people can go back and listen to the original episode that we recorded. This is yeah. your second time on the Poetic Beings podcast. I feel so, so, yeah, privileged. I think you should just, if this podcast <laughs> you continues. Be back. If this podcast continues, you should just be a permanent co-host would be my vote. Yes, we should do a podcast together. I would love that. Yes, that would be great. We'll have two solid listeners every time. Yes. So, But anyway, if people haven't listened to that other episode, basically you are a writer. You were doing a semester abroad studying creative writing in Manchester when this whole thing happened. Yeah, yeah. So... How was that experience generally? And then what what were like the last few weeks like? Like when did you know that you had to come home or what was it like as things played out? But kind of maybe just start yeah. with like how the whole thing was going. Sure, yes. I went over there for um, an exchange because it's my last year of university this year and um, it was kind of my last opportunity to do it and I've always wanted to live in England for like uh, an amount of time. So I was like, yes, I should do that. And so I left um, Australia in January, like, and I arrived in Manchester, I think it was like the 7th of Jan. And um, yeah, I didn't know anyone over there. I just wanted to do that for myself. So I went and basically lived in a little hall and went to uni, did like philosophy classes, English classes. Awesome. Yeah, I met some really cool people and, yeah, I just loved it overall. I love Manchester as a city. It's um, it's like a – it's to the north, so it's like people are – I don't know, people are very friendly and very sweet and it's um, – yeah, it's a beautiful city. I would recommend it to anyone who's um, going to travel, obviously, you can't travel one, now. But. One day in the future. <laughs> <laughs> in the far future, yeah. If you're, if you're in the UK, you should check it out, but – yeah, I loved my time there. And then, so basically I'd rented this, my room, my hall for until the end of April. And then I was going to travel with my family because um, my mom's Czech. Uh, we were going to go to Prague and travel around Europe a little bit. That yeah. was the plan. And then, yeah, good old coronavirus started um, creeping up and, my friend and I, I made this really good friend, her name's Anne, um, on exchange and we were like, oh, you know, we've we've got our hall booked until, you know, the end of April at least. We're going to um, stick around until then. Mm. So we were pretty certain we were going to stay. Um, and then, yeah, both of our universities basically sent us emails saying, no, we recommend you come back as soon as possible. Mm. So that was... Um, like a week ago or two weeks ago, yeah. And um, so, yeah, my family helped me out a lot organising flights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, different time difference and stuff. So it was a bit of a panic and I just had to quickly pack up my room yeah, and um, get my butt on a flight back here. So, yeah. Oh, man, that and must I have been, that must have been yeah. such a mix of um, just <laughs> yeah. like deep, deep loss, like the loss of, the experience mm. that you had at the uni, but also even just your family's trip being kind of yeah. taken away and then, you know, the kind of rushed, anxious trip back. Totally, yeah. yeah it was both because in my head I was like, oh, I'll say goodbye to, you know, the people and the city and 
and then I'll do my own travel and with, with the family and then yeah all of a sudden it was like no you gotta say goodbye now <laughs> yeah um so that was pretty upsetting yeah totally yeah, yeah it feels kind of funny because there's this small selfish part of me that's like yes Olivia's back <laughs> but then I'm like exactly. but I, yeah. I like the technology I have to talk to you is exactly the same as it would be if you were still yeah. overseas. <laughs> I know. All my friends were like, I'm so keen for you to come home. And now they're just messaging me like, we're still FaceTiming. It doesn't feel like you've come it's home. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the irony, yeah. I do have to say one thing out of this whole process, is like a positive thing, is that normally I've known obviously that you can FaceTime people and Zoom people and Skype yeah. and everything like that, but you just don't often do it. Because no. if there's the possibility that you can see people in person, you just don't bother with any of that stuff. But oh, now yeah. now that it's the only way, I feel like I'm actually talking to people more. I'm checking oh, up on my friends same. more. I'm talking That's to people so that weird. I just like. Like I've got some friends that were just about to move, are, are actually moving. And in yeah. some ways, like maybe six months ago, if they moved, I probably wouldn't have spoken to them for several months. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. now we're probably going to keep on doing the Skype thing for the next yeah. you know, every couple of weeks or whatever. So there, there is like a positive. It's probably like pushing some more connection to happen. Yeah, I agree. It's so weird. Like, yeah, friends that you would see maybe like once a month, you're now talking to like every other day on like FaceTime or calling them, just checking if they're all right. Yeah, it's yeah. very ironic. And so you still have – uni assignments by the sound of things are they from like the the Manchester uni or are they yeah they're basically um there were assignments that were due around like the 3rd of April um so I've obviously flown back and are now still doing those um assignments and but they've extended they've given everyone a week extension and I'm applying to see if I can get a little bit more time to do it but yeah. I mean, I also have all the time in the world now to <laughs> sit down and do them. So, um, yeah, that's another silver lining, I guess. That's true. It it yeah. is it is weird. You kind of need some level of like one thing I've found is that yes, I'm like gaining some time from being home all the time, but you also need yeah. some time just for like being in shock. And oh yeah, totally. You know, you can't just keep doing what you were doing when everything changes. Yeah. So yeah. like I've had I've had one of my last uh, assignments for my masters is due this weekend. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I will get it in on time. Good but, job. <laughs> but it's been so hard to work on it because every time mm. I sit down to write that essay, I'm just like, "This is dumb. The world's falling apart. Yeah. Who cares about this? Stuff? Why am I doing this? <laughs> I totally, yeah. But I feel like the mental load now on. is different too. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so much time left thinking about like, whoa, what if this happens or I need to think about that person or yeah, which and we didn't I, have to do before. Yeah, I wonder like obviously it's still kind of unclear at this point in time how long this is going to go for but mm. everything seems to suggest that it's going to be a while and I just yeah. wonder like even like one month from now, will this feel normal mm. or, or will it still feel like a whole new weird world or what's yeah. it going to feel like in two months or three months or six months. Like totally. it's, it, then, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it's like to do this for a long time. Yeah. It doesn't feel real. Like I, I can, my mind can wrap it 
myself around two weeks, but it can't really fathom doing this for months. Mm. Yeah, yeah, particularly when you think about all of the things that you would do in, mm. in several months, you know, all the dinners you'd have with friends, all the coffee yeah. dates. And I'm, I'm trying as much as possible just anything I would have done to try and do it digitally. Yeah. And I think that will help. But I think, I, I mean, I guess the other thing I think is that if this does go for six months and it is really restricted, then when we can have dinner in people's homes again and have coffees at mm-hmm. cafes, it's going to feel amazing. Like those things yeah. will just have such a, um, I don't know, we'll have a deep sense of gratitude for the sacred yeah. nature of them that we had ignored. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was watching um, this poetry live stream today with, I think his name's John Sands maybe. Um yeah, that's one positive thing. Every time now I, I wake up, there's about five yeah. <laughs> live streams on Instagram of people sharing their craft, which is really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, the live stream this morning with um, that poet, he had a guest and she was talking about like that now she feels like she can't take for granted, yeah, those connections she had. Or she was thinking about when was the last time, you know, she kissed her brother on the cheek or um all these really like beautiful things. And I think she, yeah, her perspective was when this all ends, I don't think I'll be able to take that as much for granted anymore. Yeah, for sure. I guess is a positive too. Yeah. Nothing's ever, mm-hmm. nothing's ever all one way. It's always a mix yeah. of beauty and pain and, you know, yeah. light and dark. And yeah, a lot of it's about how we, how we choose to position ourselves. Mm-hmm. How would you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very keen to do a um, some sort of social media spoken word live thing yes, with, with a too. bit of a crew. So we should work idea. that out. Yeah. But, but you have written a poem. I have. Because I asked you to. <laughs> yes. And hey. I would like to hear it. Oh, thank you. I was discussing too with a uh, friend because um, she does, like, art, like, she's an artist. And um, we were talking about, like, that thing of you never really finish a piece of art or if you really finish a, a poem, you kind of just abandon it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was so, like, I was working on this poem today and I was like, yeah, is it is it perfect? No, but <laughs> it's honest and that's enough. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. I don't want perfect. I want honest. No. No, who likes perfection? That's not interesting. Um, so, yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to call this poem. I was thinking magical isolation, but it's quite positive. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, what it ends up being. All right. Okay. Well, hit me with it, and then I'll see if I agree cool. with that title. You agree. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm a little lost, to be honest. Eating my breakfast in the dark. I'm writing who I still need to be on the back of my papery hands and I'm still believing it will come true. Bits of me flaking off from the leftover British dry spells and continuous soapy baptisms, I'm reminded. Don't let this fear that wells up in you go unexamined. It's our full-time job to spin anxiety into art now. We are all students of the craft of connection. It's those of us who are rewiring the poles on the street.
street at 10 o'clock at night, coming out of their warm houses so we can continue to inject love letters through weak Wi-Fi signals. Love is indeed the art of negotiation, deciding who is going to wash the dishes this time, who will reach out first. It's my dad's eyes stung red from overworking calls and screens, my sister crawling in late after whispering hope to babies when their parents aren't able to do it themselves, my mum holding on to me and whispering the same refrain, finally able to do it herself. The currency of these words increasing while our economies are receding. I think of the last time I said, see you later, and how it actually meant something. We must put on our capes, like the apprehensive Clark Kent we are. Silver linings beat their fists out here. It's easy to write poetry when the world has begun to open its crusted eyes. It's hard to write poetry when the world needs it the most. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. There were many moments when I wanted to, I wanted to make a bit of an, mm, but I didn't want to ruin <laughs> the flow. <laughs> you held yourself back. Thank you. <laughs> Far out. Far out. Mm. Yeah, magical isolation. I don't know. Working title. Mm. Oh, the line about it. it's our full time job now to create art out of yeah. anxiety, whatever that yeah. was. That was. That was an amazing line. Yeah, it is our full-time job to spin anxiety into art now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow, Liv, that was good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I needed that. I think think, uh, other people will need to hear that as well or will will be blessed by hearing that. Mm, Thank you. Um, I might make it into a, a post or something on Instagram or Facebook or, yeah. 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 Well, I think you should keep writing poems. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we should uh I think we should do this a few yeah. times. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we should. Maybe get some other get some other now. poets involved. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we should do a collab. For sure. Well, love it, love it. thank you for um making time in your busy schedule. Got oodles of time now, no worries. Yeah, thank you for yeah. um, you know meeting me at this appointment on time. <laughs> yeah, I have no excuse, I guess. It's just so funny in the new world, you know. Clothing is optional. Yeah, so true. <laughs> I mean, with Zoom appointments, like obviously, you know, the top half, the top half, you got to at least yeah, kind exactly. of convince people. But pants Bottom are definitely down, optional. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you don't have I to leave just, you don't have to leave the bed to yeah. do anything it's probably it's still a good idea I feel like it's good for your mental health <laughs> as, as somebody who actually has worked from home for a while yeah. I saw another small business some friends of mine posted a long time ago about you know it really is a choice between pajamas or productivity yeah. and, and it is true getting, getting dressed does help feel like the world must go on yeah, it's half of the battle. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like if you if you put together a good like outfit, no one's going to see it. Or it's just your family that are going to see it. Oh, I know. It's devastating. See, that's a bit sad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, um, what are you reading? 
or watching on Netflix or what are you currently uh, engaging with during this time? Yeah. Um, I just finished Next in Fashion on Netflix, which was really good. I rate that. Um, I've been reading um, one of my philosophy lecturers, um, suggested a book by Simone Bale, um, Gravity and Grace. Oh, um, great title. She's like, yeah, she's a kind of Christian mystic philosopher. Um, yeah. Yeah, really amazing. That sounds um, good. T.S. Eliot says, I just pulled it up, T.S. Eliot said about her, um, we must simply expose ourselves to the personality of a woman of genius or a kind of genius akin to that of the saints. So, mm. yeah, she's really cool. Um, but, yeah, I've been really into reading random philosophy things now. Um, That's so good. Did you do any philosophy before yeah. this semester? No. Yeah. I well, hadn't. So we this- have more to talk about now because that was my, yeah. my majors were philosophy and English. Oh, was it? Wow. See, I should have gone down that path. Oh, well, you know, Mine you are, are now. Yeah, true. This is like, and it, that path doesn't go many places apart from uh, <laughs> it's, it's a cul-de-sac. <laughs> it, yeah. You that can path, either do roundabout. That path will take you to places in your brain, but it will take yeah. you nowhere Not very in the far world. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe politics, though. I feel like politicians yeah, well, have to do some sort of philosophy. For sure. I mean, I was told that yeah. basically, I don't know how true this is, but somebody said to me, <laughs> if, if two people were going for a job and they both had the same core qualification and one of them had, oh, yeah. had done philosophy as well, they, yeah. they would always get the job because, oh, okay. because philosophy is about thinking about thinking. So yeah. let's say you are a historian or you are a politician or you are a teacher or whatever, you add philosophy mm. and hopefully you're more self-aware and like have a deeper kind of critical engagement with whatever the thing. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but I think there's some truth in philosophy teaches you how to think about whatever yeah. you're thinking about. Very, very true. I mean, it's, I feel like it would be good at parties. You can just pull out like quotes from, Nietzsche and <laughs> yeah, it is good. Leibniz and <laughs> yeah, bit of um, bit of Kierkegaard, yeah. bit of yeah. I mean, Kant. I still have no <laughs> idea what Kant, what his whole thing is. I know, yeah, no, I know. I yet to read about him. Yeah, don't. don't it won't change anything potentially. <laughs> it changed my life. I have a philosophy major from an established. You know, a university with great repute internationally. I have no idea yeah. what Kant was on about. So. Great work. Yeah. Thanks, university. Which I think everyone's just faking it in philosophy anyway, pretty much just pretending so like they know what, know what all these people wrote about. If you write something yeah. that's like appears intelligent enough but it's just kind of <laughs> dense enough, you could be saying nothing but people think you're a genius. Yeah. I feel like that's two of life. Mm, very true, very true. This is applicable to the world, yeah. Well, Liv, thank you so much for your time and your poem. And You are so welcome. 
and uh, we will do this again soon. But in the meantime, yeah. do you have any, for anyone who does listen to this and they need some creative inspiration and hope during the times that we're living mm. in, what, what would you say to them right now? Mm. I think, yeah, just a repeat of that line. Um, like if you can take all that anxiety, all that um, uncertainty and, and put it into something productive, put it into art or, um, yeah, do something positive with that because I think there's room for positivity and it's going to help you and it's going to help others. Um, yeah, that would be my my two cents. Yeah, I love that. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot right now to be to be worried about, to be feeling down about, and that's yeah. those, those are valid things to feel. But I have mm. been wondering you know, what kind of beautiful art and writing and creativity will emerge yes. from, from planet Earth in the next six months. So true. And I think yeah. there'll be some good stuff. And yeah. I think we and should think, dive into it. Yeah, and reframing that. Like I love the idea of kind of what's emerging and we can we can hopefully re-emerge better from this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Awesome. All right. Well, well, thanks for having me, Will. You're welcome. Have a great day. And I will. Let's talk again soon. Sweet. All right. See you, Liv. Bye. Wow. How good was that? My friend, Olivia Wolf. Hey, if you are digging this, I am pretty interested in continuing to make these uh, poetic pandemic reflections. Uh, I've got creative ideas, but I would love to know if this is something you're getting value out of. Love to get some feedback, some engagement. So shoot me a message if you've listened to this and you found it helpful or you'd like to hear more of this or you have ideas of things you'd like to to hear discussed on this kind of uh, new format of this show. Feel free as well if you've got a spare minute to give me a rating and a review on iTunes or share this on your Facebook page or your Insta Um, That sort of stuff really helps podcasts get discovered. And uh, to all my faithful listeners at this point in time that have continued to listen to this podcast, thank you so much. I've been sending out Poetic Beings books this week, uh, very quickly ducking out of my isolation to go down to the post office and send books to people that have been ordering them. It is really cool. People from all over Australia actually in different states have been ordering that book I hope that those stories of people that may be strangers to you resonate with you and, and you find shared humanity in those pages. If you want to order one, you can do that at willsmall.com.au. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to keep on putting these thoughts out there and uh, I hope that wherever you are, you are staying safe, you are washing your hands, you are making wise decisions about what is essential and what is not essential. And in the midst of all of that, write some poetry, make some art, Uh, do something creative because that stuff is this huge reminder that no matter what is happening in our world right now, we are more than just a collection of needs. We are actually beautiful, creative creatures. So grace and love to you wherever you are.